Shalom Aleichem. The following is being brought to you by Rabbi Yehuda Shane, the administrator of Kashrus Anytime, which is a division of the Kosher Consumers Union, a 501c3 organization. We'll be talking about Esraim, mostly about the issue of Murkovim. Big mystery is that when you look through the halachas of Murkov, uh, the halachas of Esraim and Murkov, you really don't find in Shulchan Aruch, on the Yishoyinim, on the Mechaber, or the Ramah, that they address at all the issue of uh, Esra HaMurkov. We can't say they were unaware of this, because the Gemara, the Rambam, a lot of other ones, do explain by Klaim and Murkovim, they're very, very much familiar with the whole issue of Murkovim. It's well known that Estrogen trees are very, very weak, and they don't last long. It's basically just about the only tree that the roots grow sideways, and they're like by the top of the earth, they don't go down searching for water. So it always needs water. That's what's called Godalogodalogodalogodalogodalogodalogodalogodalogodalogodalogodalogodalogodalogodalogodalogodalogodalogodalogodalogodalogodalogodalogodalogodalogodalogodalogodalogodalogodalogodalogodalogodalogodalog
and he replanted that, that you have no way of seeing anything. Now, like this, if they take a lemon branch and they graft it to um estric tree, the fruit that will come out will have look exactly like a lemon, but it'll have a few little tendencies of an estrig. On the other hand, if you take an estrig branch and you graft it together with a lemon, it'll have everything of an estrig, the seeds, the bleak, there's everything, it'll be like an estrig, but it will have the strength of a lemon, it'll have some other tendencies, a little bit like a lemon, but it'll be very, very hard, and even if you smell it, you're not really going to be able to tell, unless it depends how it took hold, that it was basically from a lemon, but if you take the something from the tree or a seed from that thing, and you plant it, you'll never know that it came from a lemon tree. It's true that the, the Ramban and others say that from a climb, you plant the, the branch, it will grow <clears throat> with fruit. But if you take a seed, it will never grow into fruit. But basically, these planting it with a lemon or even with an orange, it's questionable if it will really be called climb. It's definitely called a murkav. Because you have another mean that's in there with asterisk, but is that called climb or probably it's not called climb. It's not called climb. So even according to Ramban and the other ones, you will definitely be able to grow a tree out of it. Uh, with fruit, of course. So basically the Shulchanarch we really have not addressed uh, when we're showing them what is a murkov or what is the status of a murkov or what type of murkov should we be concerned about. Now we know that the people have the certain simonim. One of the simonim by asterisk is that it has bleak as it has all these uh, pumps the lemon or the orange does not have that but an estrog does have it so if it's a very smooth acidic it may be a murka again the 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 orchids where the the estrog grows from where it's attached to the tree is by a regular estrog it's indented by a murka it's protruding a little bit just like by um by uh, lemon and uh, and orange, you know, it's not really indented. Then, if you cut open the asterisk, the seeds of an asterisk lay uh, in one direction. The seeds of a murkav or a lemon go in the opposite direction. The Chassam Seifer writes in a Rechaim Simon uh, 207 that Simonim are not sufficient to tell if an asterisk is pure. You have to have a Messiah for it. A Messiah that you know that people either in this area didn't graft, even though you're not sure about the specific tree, but in this area generally they didn't graft, uh, they weren't markov, so you could assume that the rest of them are the same thing, that they were not markov then. So even the place where we see that it says, you shouldn't use acid for markov, the question is, is it a problem with the Arisa or the Rabona? And it doesn't seem really that it's a Arisa, even though some may say that it's a Arisa. But they say, you know, you can't be moitzi laz on the doyos or them. Because they also took from those kind of things, they made a bracha, it was called the Shasat Chak. So uh, ba basically, uh, it seems that there was uh, this Asik of the Murkovim, uh, goes back pretty far. There was also when they had the, the Salon family and others basically controlled the market of Asroidim for a while in Extrol, in the late 1800s, whatever it was, don't know the dates. And then suddenly, somebody took from Greece, Carfu. He took a Sroigam and he planted it in Tel Aviv and they grew beautiful Sroigam because it happens to be that the Greek Sroigam, their pitam always stays on. The other pitams eventually, some fall off very young, some fall off a little bit later, but they have a tendency that they do fall off. Some pitams have that the whole pitam is basically a woody stem, 
those really fall off early. The ones that have a fruity stem and just the top is uh, is woody. Those usually last longer. And um, the ones from uh, Corfu from Greece, all of them is a fruity stem and a, a wooden uh, top. So then came out that the the salons and the other ones basically put out a call right away that the ones from Tel Aviv are all Murkova. If they were Murkova, they weren't Murkova. It's very hard to know because the ones from Greece originally was known that they weren't Murkova. So to say that just because they replanted over here the Murkova just happened to be that in Greece they grew very well. Whether it was the, I don't know if it was the climate because then when you've grown that well over here and I think it was a type of tree they had there, etc., etc., it was basically um, a tree that held up very, very well. When they came to Hedgesdorf, it doesn't say that it says that by from the times of Yeshua, so they started in the midway, they didn't want to kind of install meaning because they had no place where to get it from. But in the time of Yeshua, they started having it after years and years until the, the Chorban, basically everybody was taking the asteroid from Hedgesdorf, whatever they had. They, they had a number of areas in Hedgesdorf where they knew from the from Beislechem, uh, from Tzvas, from uh, um, a few other Arab places they used to take Esraim from. And um, the Taimana, the Yemenites, basically, when they, they went before the Chorban Bayes region, they went to Taiman. And they all took along the Esraim, the seeds, and was a Minigan Taiman that basically everybody planted Esraim by their house. When somebody got married, they took... Uh, Whatever it was, and they planted by his house. Everybody basically, there was no business in Taman of growing a Sroygan to become commercialized. There was no reason to be mark of it because each one had his own tree. And then the, the shamans of the shul used to come around, the ones that had extra ones, and they used to give it or sell it very cheaply to the people that didn't have their own trees for a Sroygan. So, first we have three types we have the Murkov that's made from the seed, which Hakamoidin is definitely also. We have the Murkov. That's directly was with the they remark of they put the whole tree onto a lemon or chushkush or orange tree or whatever it is, or they took a branch they put it on, and then you have the third one which a lot of them feel is not really much of a problem possibly, is that they took from the tree that was a murkov they took from that a branch or a seed and they replanted that and that's uh, what it was over there. So we have like this. The Yanav Esroigim, it seems that even though there's Hashgachas and everything else like it, the tendency from the Mumchum around is basically that Yanav Esroigim are basically straight across the board, are all Murkafim. Is it that they were mark of this tree that we got Esroigim from? No, because they they have the Hashgachas, they check the tree, but nothing you could see on the tree because it was planted off a Murkav the tree, you took a branch or a seed and you planted that off, there is no simon you'll be able to see on the tree. But basically, the Abash Gacha, whatever else it is, but they're relying on that, in the, this tree in itself, they weren't Markov, and that's what they go to check, and the tree itself was Markov. The fact that it was a Tolder from a different Markov, that doesn't seem to concern them. And it seems the same way as uh, pretty much is when you have these uh, mostly under the Ada, they call them Becheskes built in Murkavim. Why can't they tell you why they built in Murkavim? Because they have no idea of knowing if it's built in Murkavim. But the only thing that they're telling you what this Becheskes built in is that this tree they weren't Murkavim. But if the rest of them, it, it came from Murkavim trees, in all probability it came from Murkavim trees. So that's why they'll never tell you Becheskes. They'll tell you only Becheskes, but they're not going to tell you built in Murkavim. We could almost call Becheskes Becheskes Murkavim. But, not that the tree itself was Murkov, but that they took it from a tree they were Murkov.
So we said the seeds of a murkav are horizontal, along the width, while this, the seeds are vertical along with the height of the asteroid. And the Chazoynish and others basically went to check number of asteroids, even from the chain trees, and they found some went this way, some went that way. So it seems that the, the and also that the, the asteroid doesn't have much juice, the lemon and the other ones have more juice, and the Kavim have more juice. But he said that basically it's to be a scion on the Simonim and everything else, the Chazoynish, was and he said that basically you can't rely on the to be assigned anymore, etc. He went up to, to Tzfas one year and he gave away that street to one person. Then he went to another area and he gave away that street to another person. He told him to plant it. But uh, on then he really had his doubts if the Astroigam Ataka, if not Murkov or not, even though he got it from a little bit of a wild tree, but he, he had big, big spake as if it was Taka and not Murkov. So basically, uh, to really know if I ask you a move or not, it has to be a Kabbalah, that it's uh, an Amasura, that you know that these trees over here, people were in Markov, most like they knew in the Tayman Asturian they were in Markov, they tied in a lot of areas from Morocco, and we also have the same thing, we know that they weren't Markov over there, then they went, they planted it over in other places, the question what happens now when they planted in other places, they come more... Um, uh, more commercialized, and because of that they learned to be market in order to have it nice, where they didn't. That's a good question of what really happened on then as well. So let's start, <coughs> start first the history of the Estrogum. We'll start with the first Estrogum from Erzestral. When that happened, and uh, what years, and when did the spakers and things start cropping up? So it seems from um, going back in history that um, until after the Churban Bayashani, the Etzestrol was the main source of Esroigim. Because we were living in Etzestrol all these years, and obviously they kept on replanting the local Esroigim, even though the trees didn't last that long. And the first uh, four years they couldn't really use the Esroigim, so they only had an aspect tree basically for like uh, five, six years after that. And then they had to plant new ones, but they kept on planting, and especially the Tamen were always planting new ones. Um, like they also found a letter from Bar Koichva, uh, that dated in uh, very, very early, asking for Shroigim Lulavim to be brought from Engedi. So you, so you see that in the stroll, but that was the place where they had it. Then it seems in Tzfas, there was a, every, everybody had in their yards and their gardens, and um, by, the, by the bigger... Um, and the bigger villas and everything, they always had orchards full of Esroigim, and there was a few people that they used to make deals with the with the Goyim that lived over there, who owned Esroigim, and they'll buy from them all the Esroigim, what it is, and they sold it to the people, but there was no gross or big profit margin, so basically, they at that time, they felt that there was really no concern of uh, any uh, Murkovim, so the Goyli Esroigim that were there, Felt that basically that in itself is a Messiah from from Doris that the Esroigim are pure and they don't have to worry about any of those things. The Bukhari Shloima <coughs> brings from a Matra Gimpu Yafa that the Esroigim have a Messiah from earlier generations that they are not more common because they, it was not made into a business. It was basically, you know, a few people made a few dollars in it, but not enough to go make them. They just want to make orchards and start making over here in, in Murkavim. And uh, the Maramal Sheikh and the Mabet, who lived in Etzra all those years, they wrote a length, uh, length uh, issue about using the Sroigim Murkovim that existed in that time. Nevertheless, they still used the Sroigim from Etzra, from places that they felt that they know is kosher. The Mayor of Orbach in the Imrebina 
brings that the Shroyer have a Masoida and a Muxuk for many hundreds of years that uh, they were not Mukovman. He brings also from Shmuel Heller, who was the Roman Sfas in 1840, that a that grew in the outskirts of Sfas, a Muxuk to be kosher for generation from time to of the base Yosef, and anybody that lived in Tzfas could make a brach on these Yisraelim that grew on the outskirts of Tzfas, but they were definitely not a Murkov, and they had a Chazaka from Doir Doiris. There was Shmuel Salon's son and other Shluchim from the Besdom of the Pushim Yerushalayim in the 1880s, 90s. Basically, they did a lot of research on the Yisraelim, most of Yisraelim, and they found that most of the Yisraelim were grafted on branches of the chushchush, which is a type of um of uh, of orange, and that's what they grafted it on. They did find some esrogim that they were able to establish that those were not uh, grafted at all, and they call that the Biladi esrogim, and that is what's the, really the grandfathers of the ones that we really know now as the Bravaman and Kivalevitz esrogim uh, started from that Biladi one. Which they decided then the the the, the Bezdin of the Kurushim and the sons of the Muslims who were in the business of the Asroigim that they established that those seemed to be that they were not more and they grew really in the outside skirts of Sfas and Shechem and some in Tveria, some in the Arab town Um al Faham and Wadi Kal. That's where they basically got these things from. Okay. We're going to basically continue this thing that Stray gave on in another, in another podcast. But for, for now, we'll just stop at this point. Now, call to it.